0: And now enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Welcome to See Red. didn't warn you. Hey,
1: boys and girls, welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya.
2: And I'm Aaron Oitch.
1: Alright, kids. <clears throat> um, you can probably hear it in my voice, and, I, and as Aaron talks, you can probably hear it in his voice, too. Yeah. Um, there's no Rebecca, because you would definitely hear it in her voice. Yeah, she's like... <clears throat> um, she I, I think some... Uh, chest congestion, bronchitis is going through the house. Yeah. So, I figured since I can still talk, because if it is bronchitis, I'm going to be dead for the next week.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I know how uh, bronchitis works. Rebecca, she has to uh, use the nebulizer to help her bronchitis. Last time she got uh, her bronchitis so inflamed that she actually got pneumonia. On Christmas, by the way, really? Yes, we all, we had we were on the verge of taking her to ER, and uh, you know she she called your mom and she was bawling her eyes out. She was throwing up and other stuff, and uh, she called your mom and she was like, "Well, I can't do everything because Rebecca said she was going to help, you know, with the cooking and stuff because she she wanted to she, right for Christmas, yeah, and." Your mom's like, well, I can't do everything, so, you it's not like you plan to get pneumonia. I mean, right, and she got, uh, the nebulizer, and she took some treatments and stuff, and she was, like, passing out, sitting up, she was so tired and coughing, you know, she's, she's not getting to that point now, but she's, she's pretty there.
1: Well, I think it has to do with the fact that she really pushed herself this week. Yes, she did. Um. And then the week prior, your guys' goddaughter got sick. And so she planted the seed in the house. Oh, now. yeah. Um, <laughs> because,
2: I, I, I was like, damn you!
1: Because uh, Zoe got sick.
2: and It was a chain reaction. Domino. <clears throat>
1: well, Jay's seems okay. And that's not true. He got up uh, around 11, just used the restroom. Yeah. And he sounded very nasally. Um, but... Rebecca got it bad. I've been away for the last few days. I've been working at the hospital. Yeah. So, I think that's why I've been okay. Up until this point. Up until this point. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Because I, I felt so-so when I woke up. Uh, but as the day progressed, I got out, cleaned the house, did my regular chores and stuff. I just started feeling more and more shitty.
2: Yeah, it's... I've noticed the more, the longer you stay up and the more you move around, the more susceptible your body is to it. So,
1: now I think everybody's sick, and like I said, you know, the funny thing is the last time I had bronchitis, it actually affected my voice. If you go and you listen to, um, what we think, it used to be, you know, it's Monday night, so let's find out what the fuck we think. Well, I tried to record, uh, what we think when I had bronchitis, and even though it's stuck, it's something I do every episode now, I couldn't get going. It was like, you know, and that's, you know, <laughs> it's that kind of thing. And that's it where it came from, is because I, I literally I couldn't get, you know, <laughs> it's out of my throat. Uh, it was yeah. Just like, <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. So, um, if you listen to this and you happen to listen to what we think as well. I know we missed last week, um, because Zoe was sick. And, and you got to think, you know, S. Sadie Burbank is seventy three. She's actually going to be seventy four tomorrow. Tomorrow's her birthday. Um, in fact, happy birthday yes, to you! Happy birthday to S. <laughs> Sadie Burbank. Um, so when you hear this on Monday, it's her birthday. So you guys go to what we think at jesamon.com, and you guys send her happy birthday wishes, and, and mm-hmm. tell her that you heard it, you know, here on Scene
2: Red. Get a big old fucking cake with a bunch of candles, and then get, you know, an aerosol can, and a lighter. Um, don't do that,
1: don't <laughs> do that. <laughs> um, so, there's, there was no episode last week, because, you know, she's older, and she doesn't want to be around sick kids, because she no, doesn't yeah, want to get sick. she's, yeah. And, Definitely. I mean, you guys can hear it, my boy. She's not gonna
2: come around. She's not gonna no. come around and show. She's, tell can, she's avoiding better. us like the plague right now. Yeah. Hey, Lacer, are you up to go to the gym? No, no.
1: Yeah. Holy He's water. forming the finger cross. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Holy water. Holy water. <laughs> um. So that's just. Oh, and one more thing. We may sound somewhat different. Um. Not only health wise, but quality wise. Yeah. Um. Just because. I just didn't have the energy to put up. I mean, and Aaron's my witness. He sees me assemble this damn thing week in and week out. Yeah,
2: that's a definite fact. I, I feel you. If I knew how to hook it up, I would have hooked it up for you. Just so you didn't, you know, you wouldn't have to, but, like, I I don't know. Like, if I mess up a fucking setting, you right. need to record, and then we have to go in. in, in it would just be a disaster, so I just would, don't want to touch it unless you want to show me how to hook it up one day. So
1: <laughs> so we're actually using our original equipment yes. from, from the days of old. <laughs> what
2: was it, uh, why was the intro to Sibling rivalry, man? I forget. I remember the first time I heard it, actually. I, 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 was, I was like, hmm. I was like, I don't know. This is a good thing or a bad thing. And then we went to seeing Red and I was like, that kinda sounds like Resident Evil.
0: It's like, Welcome to seeing Red. Oh,
1: Ian. Ian Vassore. Um so though I'm much more educated at uh, editing, you know, background noise out. So you won't hear any background noise, but the, the quality of the voice, of us talking, might be a little bit different. Yeah. And that's why... And one of the big things that I'm already noticing is we usually wear headphones,
2: so we can hear every word, every noise, everything that's happening. And I apologize if there's a lot of, like, nasal sounds going on. My nose is just profusely running. And he can vouch for me. I'm, like, wiping my nose with my shirt. Yeah. So, I mean, I apologize.
1: I got tissues in both pockets. (laughs) Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Popping out like
2: the like the mask and the shit. I <laughs> was cash Um so okay, you were telling me
1: about this one show you were watching.
2: And, and you know, I never I've never really been one to watch these little storage unit auction things. Yep. Yeah. No, I, I I've never been one to watch them because it never really caught my attention. But the only reason I was watching this is because we just finished watching Ink Master. Okay, and if anybody's seen the second season of Ink Master, this big, kind of uh, buff, but like porky guy, and his, his nickname is Ton, like weight Ton. Right, right. He's got tattoos on his head. He's got like a full sleeve on one arm, and he was one. He uh, was one of the guest judges. Well, it turns out that one of the people that. Uh, somebody was going to end up tattooing, couldn't tattoo because they had a um, really, 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 really bad psoriasis problem all oh. over their body. So they're like, oh no, we can't, we can't do that on you. It would hurt you, and it would hurt us. So, let's just avoid the whole situation, and just kindly ask you to leave, because we don't want you to get hurt. We apologize and can't work on you, but, you know, that's just the the thing. And he's like, you know what? He's like, oh, you, you, you could if you could do a tattoo on me, but one stipulation, if you fuck me up, I'm gonna smash your skull. He's this, this big old buff, like, bald fat dude with tattoos all over him. In, in, he's intimidated, let me tell you. But, he's like, whatever about it, and then, he does, the guy does a pretty good tattoo, and I was like, eh. I He wasn't too stoked about it, but he did it. He's like, oh, fuck! He's like, you know what, the last time I got a tattoo on me, on my knee, was like six years ago. It was like in six years, I forgot about the pain. I don't know why the fuck I agreed to this shit. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, t- getting taxis on joints. I don't think so.
1: Yeah, I actually know because, um, the both the bull, the horns of the bull, and the flames from the dragon both go over my shoulder. Yeah. So you're like, yeah, I know the The bone. So anyway, so after that was the storage thing.
2: Yeah, it, it just, because uh, there's season one and season two on Netflix of um, Ink Master. And when Ink Master season two ended, it went oh, right over to uh, suggest the channels. And she's like, oh, let's just watch this. And it was Auction Hunters. So I was like, oh, I wasn't too <clears throat> thrilled about it. But it, it, some of the stuff kind of caught my eye. Uh-huh. And something that really caught my eye kind of made me, like, depressed inside. Because we talk a lot on the show about comic books. Okay? Right. Now, they went down to Boston, Massachusetts. And... Mass mm-hmm. holes, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. But uh they are like, okay, you know what? These storage units, they're going to be old, so they got some really old stuff in them. Because the, the place that they were uh, going to, the storage units were opened in 1837. Oh, wow. So I'm like, oh, that's, that's probably got to have some good stuff in it, right? Yeah, definitely. And... Uh, I was talking to you about this right before we started, and, um, the guy, he walks up to this unit, and it's like a small unit, and all these little units are, it's like one on the bottom and one on top, but you can still reach all the stuff that's on the top, right, and, uh, they open the top unit, and they're like, oh, it just looks like a bunch of garbage, not really a whole lot going on in there, I see some Super 8 cameras and, uh, you know, some, some old comic books, but, like, when you look at the frame that they showed with the comic books, it's in a big box. Big box. And you know how um, those boxes have the little fold-out handle things that you put your hands in you can hold the whole box without ripping the boxes on the sides? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when it shows the frame, you see all these comic books in the package, dusty as hell. With the magnet board. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, Super 8 cameras. You got a bunch of Super 8 cameras in there, and you got a bunch of comics in there. Keep in mind that when the Super 8 cameras came out, was <laughs> was around the time that, you know, Marvel. Yeah.
1: Marvel Age, yeah.
2: Yep. So I'm, I'm thinking, you know what? And they said, this is the thing that killed me inside. I said, this unit is not worth our time. I was like, oh my God. And the unit ended up selling for $300. Can you imagine making triple that, just while in the fucking comics?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, especially if they were all, like, Silver Age comics. Yeah! They would have made mint.
2: Yeah, for sure. They'd just been sitting there. I'm like, dude, come on. And, know, uh, take this back maybe three or four episodes later. i are going through another unit. Uh-huh. And, um, they're like, oh, this unit might have some useful stuff in it but it's like a bunch of trash bags and like boxes just thrown everywhere and uh like oh look here right they find a bunch of like old um like 80's 90's uh action figures like there was a there was a thing the Hulk that was unopened um there was uh I think there was like Sabretooth that was unopened and like some other stuff and they pull out um, another box of action figures, and it's got super, It's got the whole Justice League in it. And they're action figures. Yes, the whole, uh, unopened, and Is it
1: Justice League or Super Friends?
2: It might have just been Super Friends. Well,
1: because I say that, because Super Friends would have been a lot more money than Justice
2: yeah. League. Yeah. But it, like, it, each action figure was individual, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, it might have been Justice League, it might have been... Because they it, it, it just, they showed it real fast, and then they, you know, right. went to the side. But I saw Superman and Wonder Woman for a, a certain fact. I might have seen Aquaman. I'm not too sure on that. But then again, you're right about, you know, it might have been uh, Super Friends. Um, and after that, they're like, oh, cool, you know, we, we found some comics, too. But these comics, instead of being in the package... In a box that was sealed. No, they were just thrown in there. Like, yeah, but they were like dark old Dark Horse, old Marvel, you know. And I'm like, they're like, oh yeah, we can we can sell these for about five dollars a piece. I'm like, really? You're worrying about selling these comics for five dollars a piece? But you could have got the other container and probably sold all that for about three thousand dollars. Right. Um. Some people, they're good, but they can't be that good to pass that out. They know a lot of stuff, but they don't know anything about comics, apparently.
1: I honestly, I thought about
2: <clears throat> doing
1: that just to see if I can find, uh, <clears throat> you know, some old school comics.
2: Yeah. It takes a lot of knowledge, though. Those people, they've been... Rebecca was telling me, she's like, yeah, this guy, Allen, which is the tall, skinny guy, he... um. His parents uh, own a auction broker house, and uh, he grew up, like, around antiques, and he knows a bunch of stuff. He, like, knows the tricks of the trade since he was, like, ten years old, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So, he's, like, high up there, and then the other guy, he's, like, he knows about Harleys, he knows about, like, weapons and stuff like that, and it, it made me laugh because he's, like, oh, dude, check this out, right? And He's like, "What is that?" He's like, "Dude, it's a freaking whale gun." I'm like, what do you mean it's a whale gun? He's like, "Yeah, I hold this thing, right?" And he's trying to hold it with one arm. This big old dude's like,
1: Arrgh, struggling. Arrgh, it's just
2: going down, and uh, he's like, "Man, he's like, I want this baby so bad, right?" And he ended up selling just that out of uh, one unit. Uh, uh-huh. just that with the, uh, the missile that came in it, he sold it for $4,400. It was like,
0: oh. It,
2: yeah, it was the only thing they, in that unit that they found that was useful. I was like, dude, these people, man, they get it, like, spot-on luck. Yeah. Other people, they probably don't... You see all those other people that are in the crowd and shit, and you're like, what are they doing there? When you know the other people come there, like the, the people on the TV, they, they're the ones that go there and buy all that shit. It's like, dude... Did you get paid to come here or what? Like, I don't understand. Anyway,
1: no, I, I just find it interesting because I don't know. It, it's <clears throat> for like um, you know, we watched *Storage Wars* for a long time, and um, even though like Lacey didn't like him, I liked Dave Hester. You know, the, Yo, you, you I liked him because he was cocky and arrogant. Yeah. But that was the sign of a good businessman. That's true. When you when you're a businessman and you're cocky
2: and arrogant, that means you're successful. Exactly. And um, people it's say, you know, you let the success get to your head. Yeah, you let the success get to your head, but you know for a fact that you're the you're the best at what you're doing.
1: But I, I like I enjoyed watching them. Um, Daryl, the guy who always wore the tank tank tops and the beer yeah. belly. How he got his start is he got lucky. He bought a, a unit one of his first units he bought, and it was full top to bottom full of Golden silver Age comics.
2: Oh, that's how he got wow, lucky. oh my god,
1: and it made me nauseated because he was he was kind of making fun of you know comic book you know, the comic book nerds. Yeah. You know, and he was like, Well, yeah, you know, thanks, comic Book nerd. you know, you you made me rich kind of thing. I was like, you know,
0: fuck you.
2: I uh, people that don't take appreciation in the things that they market off. Um I don't I don't have respect for people like that. Because you can you can clearly see that these people on auction hunters, you know, they, they get joy out of finding this Yeah, it's money, but you know, it's interesting to learn about these kinds of things. Right, right. Like they found um, this old Victorian um, uh, poker thing, and it had all the original parts. It was the best one that they found in probably fifty years because it had the original blown glass uh, lid on it. All the all the mechanisms worked. Everything was completely original. Nothing was tarnished. Nothing was faded on it whatsoever. The dice were yellow, but that's just from age. Right. So, you know how much they valued that for? How much? Mind you, broken ones have sold for fifteen hundred. They valued that one at seven thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. I was like, oh my! The face, their faces were like a deer in headlights. <gasps> yeah.
1: <coughs> ah, sorry, folks. Just gonna kind of came out of nowhere.
2: Uh I'm I've I've been feeling it too. The sinus headache is coming. It's like
1: yeah. <laughs> But you know us, we need to we have to To me it's important to keep seeing Ren on track. Of course. Um uh, that is
2: the Well it's not it's not the original show, but the original show was Sibling Rivalry, which got
1: Well, it's the same show, it's just I changed the name.
2: I was gonna say it's evolved. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh you know what happens in 11 weeks, right?
2: We turn 100. Yes.
1: It's episode 100. <laughs> oh. And you know what else happens in 11 weeks?
2: We get cake? Oh. <laughs> 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 we don't want to talk you, about the you're cake. You're on the right
1: track now. We turn... Um, the, the JZone Modcast Network turns two. Oh, really? Yes. It's been that long? Yes. Damn. Um, technically, JZO Mod Productions turns two this month. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't until November 26th that we launched our first episode of Scene Red.
2: Isn't that your mom's birthday? Is it? November 26th.
1: <laughs> Sorry, guys. <clears throat> Actually, I thought it was the
2: 25th. 25th? Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. 25th. <sighs> anyway, I, I don't know what that was brought up. But this just sounds. See what I mean? Yeah. The dual. He's got the. You know what you need? We need a revolver with tissues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My nose is dripping. Hold
1: on. <laughs> so I guess what I'm trying to say, folks, is that. You know, it <clears throat> not only is it our one hundredth uh anniversary show, it's our well not a one hundredth anniversary, a one hundredth episode in our second year anniversary for the Jason Whatcast Network. Yes. And uh, you know, to me it's very important for one hundred to fall on that week. So it's it's important.
2: Even though we're sick
1: and we're dying, man, we're doing it for you guys. Um but I, I will say this. Just if anybody's curious, um, no on the massive podcast the thing that we did last year uh, oh, uh, when we hit yeah. 52 yeah. and, um, you know, we hit one-year anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, we're not doing that again, no. kids. Just to let you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. No.
1: Um, we'll, just, we'll have a, a regular episode. Actually, I think I said this before once or twice already, we're going to pull back episode one because I know you haven't listened to it. I
2: haven't listened to it fully in a long time. And
1: I know Bets hasn't either, so I think... Yeah, that she's decide. probably like, oh my god. And I still have the one with all the bloopers in it. Oh, no. So. No. <laughs> no. Huh? Yeah. So, yeah, that's just, that's the plan.
2: Um. <clears throat> the nostalgia, man. The nostalgia.
1: Also, and I don't know where, why this I thought of this, but I thought of it, um, I want to welcome any new listeners that uh, are coming from where I work at the hospital. Um, I had an influx of, of people friended me this last few days, and um, of course, you know, I'm, I'm sending you over to here, you know, the Jason Modcast Network. So if you're listening to Seeing Red for the very first time, welcome. Uh, I know this is probably not the episode you really want to pick up on. <laughs> yeah, the first the, episode.
2: Go back to like, "Sing Red" episode one. Not sibling rivalry episode one. That 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 was an atrocity. But we really start to pick pick it up like episode one.
1: Well, you know what I did, right? You know how it works. Uh uh-uh. uh Um, I named it.
2: Seeing Red Sibling Rivalry.
1: Yeah. So it was seeing Red like, number one, even though it was sibling rivalry number one, it was seeing red sibling rivalry. So that's why it, it, it still was so it's seeing like ep- red Episode one.
2: eight. Huh? Seeing red is like episode eight. The start of the actual seeing red. Seven. Seven. Seven.
1: Seven seven. 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 you start seeing red. <laughs> because we got hit with this one this one guy said, We are the own, you know, uh Sibling
2: rivalry, yeah.
1: which is cool because
2: which is an interesting little. Uh, cool. uh, what, what, what do we call that? Uh,
1: and I, I found I found it quite humorous too because the altercation, the, the sibling rivalry that's out there now, is actually a brother and a sister and the sister's husband, all with the same names, which is you know kind of like us. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> but, um, you yeah, know, that's cool. Besides, I think I like Seeing Red a lot better than Sibling Rivalry.
2: I I love it because it, it's it got a ring to it. I Honestly, because I love Resident Evil games, every time I, I, I hear,
0: Welcome to See
2: Red. It's like, ominous. <clears throat> and
1: I, and that, that month that we had, you know, I was trying to think of a new name, and I was taking, you know, our our names and trying to build words out of it. And and then I, I was like, acronym for RED, or, you know, acronym for us, Rebecca, Aaron, and Dave, was RED. Yeah. And I was like, seeing RED. Oh, I got it. And, you know, it's it. It's
2: it stuck because it's just a bunch of assholes sitting in front of a microphone talking about shit that they like.
1: Oh, what? I was going to say, whatever's
2: sitting on her chest. I think an elephant's sitting on my chest right now, but hey, yeah. Not
1: Not yet,
0: not yet. And now a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18, but with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Roberts Field Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hill's
3: looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10-50% to off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger. Badder. Better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions contact our ad department at info at no. <clears throat>
1: Um. Let's see. Uh, really? I, my week hasn't really been all that adventurous.
2: Mine isn't either. Mine's, well, technically speaking, mine kinda has because I'm been spazzing out about getting these vaccinations I need for my class, and nobody has a price on anything. And the earliest I can get in is September sixteenth, the day before I need need everything in. In fact, so I'm just, I'm literally I'm hanging by a line here. Right. So I, I'm not even sure I, I should be going back to the class until I get my vaccinations done because the time that I was allotted um, for everything to be turned in it, it wasn't that it was um, necessarily a bad uh, time constraint uh-huh. but the, the people can't get me in to see anything, because one, my healthcare provider, and two, I don't have the money to go get everything that I need, because everybody's suggesting, oh, you you probably need a blood tighter, you probably need this, you probably need that, blah, 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 blah. I just want to choke somebody. Yeah, on top cool. of that, I have to order scrubs, too, which I don't want to order scrubs and then have them not even come in till the day uh, after, or a week after, knowing how people fucking ship things nowadays.
1: Well, you find out where Lacey gets my scripts from.
2: And, uh. You know, I had the magazine out here some, somewhere. I don't know where it disappeared to. Last time I seen it, I put it, uh. on her. Yeah, on her cans and stuff, but. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there!
1: that's yeah, yeah. it. <clears throat> we have a, a love seeking couch, which. We have new ones. No, well, no. Let's technically
2: let's not new ones, but lesser used old new ones.
1: <laughs> yeah, just uh, technicalities. But anyway, we have like an end table that we have between the two couches, and um, for some reason, everybody minus three um, likes to put her drinks on the, <laughs> the side table. <laughs> <laughs> and they they just like build up uh,
2: it's like building the Lego land <laughs> or something uh, it is.
1: But anyway how do you like the new couches
2: I, I you know they're not too bad I just don't like the arms on them Lacey don't like them it's, it's I feel better than the old ones there's a lot more padding on them I think it helps your back feel better honest with you, because it keeps your back straight, uh. and you don't, you know, you want your back to be straight, you don't want to be a hunched over, crippled person, but like I said, the only things that I don't like are the arms, just because it, there's no padding, No. for one, it's
1: very hard,
2: yeah, and for two, it's like, you would have to put like four or five towels there, not to feel the wood underneath the padding, and that, and they're so raised up.
1: That, and, uh... Well, if, unless you're really, really tired, like I was this morning.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were like... Yeah. I think you eventually just fall fell, uh, fell asleep with your phone out. Yeah.
1: Did I? I had my phone I, out. I
2: think so, yeah. I walked out here, I was like, hey. And you were like... <laughs> huh?
1: That's usually how it is. I just pass out.
2: Yeah, you were about to, like, hardcore. I kind of just... I, I, I must have startled you, like, going in and out of sleep. Because I know that, that, that little time frame that have, everybody has between going from sleep, sleep mode to going to kind of sleep mode, and being awake. Right. And it's like, going through hyperspace slow, and you're like, shh.
1: Have you, you ever seen Interspace? I don't think so. Oh, my God. we got to find aerospace.
2: You probably have it in the cabinet. No, I wish no? I did. Maybe um...
1: I've been meaning to ask you that because i seen... It was on... Uh, what do we have? We have Showtime. We have Showtime and Cinemax. And the movie channel. We have all the... Pretty much everything except
2: HBO. Yeah. So you don't need HBO anymore. I'm sure Blood's over. Huh. Um...
1: <laughs> anyway, I seen them advertising, and I was thinking about it because it's kind of a it's a sci fi type movie. Yeah, and
2: I love sci fi movies.
1: I, I thought I was like, ah, I, should, I want to watch it. So of course, that go to work though. But yeah, I was going to tell you about it, but I totally forgot until you said, uh, "Outer Space," which then made me think, yeah. "Inner Space." <laughs> so yeah, we'll have to check that out. I think you'll like it.
2: You know what? That's com- it's completely random that you were just talking about that. You know, watching something on TV, and then I remembered the that Houdini thing.
1: Yeah, we missed the that. Was year.
2: that was the first part? Was really, really, really good. I enjoyed that a lot.
1: You know, the critics
2: didn't like it. Really? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good.
1: They said that it felt too modern.
2: Right, I can kind of see that, but at the same time, you got to think that's the turn of the century, right there. Right. So everything is starting to become modern. So you're starting to see, you know, full, uh, clockwork, you know, Victorian esque style, you know, stuff, and then you see, you know, all these cars, and the, you know, of course, they still got the the horses and stuff with the carriages, storage. yeah, and you know, they they've kept that even through like the depression and stuff like that. You know, you can go through and you know see stuff, um, coming through like the 1930s going up to the 1960s and they, you know, they still in New York, literally they still had horses with carriages on them. Because it wasn't so industrialized to where, you know, you didn't have a bunch of just buildings everywhere.
1: But with the movie Houdini I agree, I thought it was very well done.
2: Yeah. I thought that they did a really good job with the acting the casting, you know all the tricks and stuff that he's done. Yeah, you know, a couple times it actually let and I know the you know I, I know the story of Houdini but even just the fact of me knowing the story of Houdini and you know you know the, the biography behind it, a lot of the tricks made me think, oh you know shit he's gonna die like right It actually brought me in not very many things nowadays bring me in like that. I was like, oh shit no
1: well I think the thing about that is is because the majority of people don't really know how he died. Yeah. So yeah,
2: I like I said, I thought it was it was wonderful. I I couldn't wait for the second part, but we couldn't make the second part because we were busy.
1: Yeah, we ended up. We had to bring in uh, the couches. And then yeah. We uh, we cleaned out the garage, brought in a, a third love seat, and then we have a second refrigerator and fridge that's out there that yeah. we're gonna stockpile shit in.
2: Yeah, we're gonna end up going to Costco and buy like everything in the freezer section. <laughs>
1: <sighs> um, let's see. What have you seen? Any, did you watch anything else that was good?
2: No, pretty much it was just that Ink Master. It was good. I I really liked Ink Master. In the first season, um, there was this guy. He did. He was really, 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 really good at everything he did. Uh Uh-huh. They never really had to critique him on a lot of stuff. And his name was Tommy. And I was like, man, what is that guy? He looks really familiar. And I'm thinking, I'm like, you know what? I was like, I kept telling Rebecca, I was like, I bet you he wins, I bet you he wins, I bet you he wins. Because he looked really familiar. Turns out, you know, at the second, or at the end of the second season, he comes out, and, uh, they have, they're doing the, um, this thing that they've never done before was Ink Master Live. Uh-huh. Where it's kind of like, uh, America votes in, whatever, but they have, like, all of the old, all of the people that have been on the show that have gotten tattoos from everybody, even the people that have gotten fucked up tattoos from everybody. You know, they were sitting there, um, Dave Navarro, and, uh, Oliver Peck, and, um, I can't remember what the other guy's name is. I think his name's, like, Josh something. And, uh, they were letting you know the people that had gotten previous tattoos from everybody that had been on the show. They were letting you know speak their minds about the tattoos. This one guy made me laugh because there's a guy there, and his name's Mark or something. He had like a big old um, red streak going through the middle of his hair, and uh, he he came in the competition. He was like, "Oh yeah, you know my um the main thing I do really is uh MMA fighting." But my side hobby is tattooing, right? And he uses that as an excuse. This guy, this old guy, he 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 gave this old guy a tattoo, and it was really, 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 really bad. Really, it was like a it was a blob of a pinup. He like the black. There was no shading. He made the pinup look like she was eighty years old, smoking a cigarette. Some thinking like, okay, she's a hooker now, apparently, and uh. The guy was like, You know what, I came home, my wife said, Why do I have a woman on my shoulder that looks older than her? <laughs> and he's like he's like, I'm not gonna sit here the, the guy Mark did the, the tattoo, he's like, Well I'm not gonna sit here and say, you know, I d I didn't mess up but when I came into this competition, uh I came in here with um a broken uh, a broken hand and it was you know, my hand was just recovering and and your tattoo, miraculously, was the only one that my thumb started to act up. And, you know, it was cramping. It was like, dude, just, just... Dave Navarro was like, okay, just shut the fuck up. He's like, okay, we gotta cut it there. Like, you can tell he's just like, shut the fuck up. It made me laugh, but at the end, you know, everything was said and done. Uh, they had um, the semi-finalists that came in. And it was Tommy. And I was like, oh, shit. He's like, yeah, this is the cast of... um Tattoo nightmares, and I was like, "That's where that guy is fucking from." He runs that tattoo shop. Uh, okay. tattoo nightmares. The bald guy. Yeah, I was like, "No wonder!" I, I was like, I, "I, kept trying to figure out in my head, like, where, where's he from? Where, what? How did I see him? Like, I know his face. Like, he's, I've seen him multiple times." Yeah, but he runs that shop, and I was like, "Dude!" And if you would have seen the tattoo that he did for his final tattoo in the the first season finale, uh. Uh-huh. You would have been, you would have been depressed because he should have won. Best fucking tattoo. He had the best free tattoo. Yeah. Rebecca, Rebecca was even like, I would take that fucking thing. I don't care where you put it on my body. I would take it because it was so badass. It was a fucking, it was a, like a skeleton, Viking, Grim Reaper, uh, tearing out like, the... tearing out, tearing out the the. Uh, the guy's back with a fucking axe, uh-huh. and it had, like, the, all the armor on it, and all the color was, like, super vibrant. You could tell in the background, it was like, uh, he was coming from, um, uh, hell, and shit like that. It, it was, it was so fucking badass. I was like, I would take that shit, too. Don't even trip. That, $100,000 tattoo, that literally, that was $100,000 tattoo, because everything was riding on $100,000. Right. So, like, also through the competition, they're telling me, okay, you're in the competition for $100,000 and you win the title of Ink Master. They're like, oh, okay. Nobody takes that into account. Because a lot of people tend to shit out their tattoos. I'm like, if you think about it, if this is going to be a $100,000 tattoo, you would not fuck up. No. For sure, you would not fuck up. But people do it anyway. And I'm just like, you guys are dumbasses. I like I said, I I don't you know what I don't even think that we've we've really talked about our tattoos on the show.
1: No, I don't think I have. No.
2: I mean I have two tattoos. Technically speaking, one was supposed to be professionally done. And uh the shading have on three it, tattoos. Three? Oh yeah, three. Uh ring finger one, yeah. I didn't even count that. I just I forgot about it. It doesn't even feel like I have it there anymore, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Because when Rebecca got hers done, the guy, um, nobody on I don't think nobody here has heard the story. But when we went to go get our tattoos done, the guy, supposedly he was, you know, a twenty year vet at yeah. doing tattoos and he was like, Oh yeah, you know, I I make sick tattoos, blah blah blah. I'm like, really? And this is supposed to be like the co owner of the shop. He couldn't fucking he he fucked my tattoo up so bad. And when he was doing Rebecca's ring finger. Explain you <laughs> explain what you got. He okay, well, we both got um uh each other's names on our ring fingers because at, at the time we were going to Marinello uh beauty school and um we, couldn't, we can't really wear rings because it makes our hands swell up for one and, and, and it's, it makes our skin really irritated. So we said, you know, we'll just leave the rings at the house and we can get tattoos right there. And so I, I have Becca on my um, ring finger and she has my name on her ring finger. Mind you, my name is almost half gone on her ring finger. Really? And he Yes. And he dug into her finger with the uh, with the thing, he's like, "Well, I'll give you another discount for that because you know that that was my bad." This dude was so unprofessional; it made me sick. There's a there's a Mexican guy in there. Me and him were going back and forth. He's like, "Oh, fool, you like tool?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Oh, he was like OG, like OG tattoo." You know, he was like on it. He right. did badass tattoos. He was doing this chick's tattoo. It was super vibrant. The lines were super clean. There weren't, like, um, there weren't really bad outlines. There wasn't any bad shading at all. Like, he knew it was going to heal up and be nice. And, uh, first thing I knew, noticed, when he went through the outline, not the Mexican guy, but the, the guy that was doing my tattoo, he was a short, white, weird-looking dude. Um, the dude that was doing my tattoo, I noticed when he was doing the outline, I was like, I don't think he's doing this, you know, deep enough. It's like, well, I've never really got a legitimate tattoo, so I don't really know what's going on. What well, Was that your first tattoo? My first legitimate tattoo, yeah. The other tattoo that I have, Rebecca decided that she wanted to try... Well, you need sp- to
1: explain what your second tattoo is. The one you just pointed at. This one? Yeah, that
2: one. Oh. Well, my second tattoo, um, the one that I'm speaking of, the one that got fucked up, Uh is actually uh, one of my favorite games... Called Metal Gear Solid and uh, the Kojima symbol, which is also the fox symbol in the game, is what I have tattooed on um, my forearm. And it's on my inner forearm, and I don't understand how that's possible to fuck up because the skin is it's nice tight. and it, yeah, it's nice and tight <coughs> and it's not super super fleshy, but it's 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 th- like thick enough to where you can make a really good tattoo on there. Right. And originally, I had planned. I'm like, yeah, I was like, you know what I want to do? I was like, I want to get a whole sleeve of Metal Gear Solid on my right arm. That'd be awesome. Yeah, and Rebecca's like, I don't know if you could do that. I'm like, shh, shit, you don't know me very well. But then again, I don't have money to do it, so... (laughs) So, I guess it's kind of out of the window. Um, But yeah, I have a tattoo of the fox from Metal Gear Solid. Not Foxtown, but the fox. Anybody wants to look it up? Look a Metal Gear Solid Fox, not Foxhound. It'll be uh, it'll be like a fox in the shape of like lightning bolts at the feet, and you'll see it. Mine doesn't resemble that. Mine resembles like half-assed color. It's like a fourth grader did it. Anyway,
1: I don't. I disagree. I don't think it looks bad at all. To be honest with you, from yeah, afar,
2: it doesn't look bad. But when you look closer, you start to see that the shading on it is starting to come out. Like, right in the middle, you can kind of see it. I don't know if you... Know. Nah, okay. so yeah, the line um, where the tail is is almost completely missing. Uh, he went outside of the trace mark on the shadowing of the tail. Uh, the feet are crooked. Um, he decided he wanted to... You know, he's like... I bet you he... This is what his thinking was. Oh, shit, I didn't go deep enough, so maybe I, I should add some shading on the outside to make it you know, the, the the look draw towards the middle of it so you don't see the fuck up that I did. <laughs> so yeah, you mind if I if I do this? I'm like, Yeah sure, whatever. That does that look like a ninety dollar tattoo to you? No. Yeah, I I'd say about twenty five. <clears throat> I ended up paying sixty for it. Yeah. But whatever. He's like, you know, this guy's motto is, a good tattoo is an expensive tattoo. I'm like, dude, nobody's gonna fucking come in here with $300 and expect them, like a little tiny ass, yeah, you're fucking, Yeah. I was like, really? That shit's not even gonna have color. Anyway. Um.
1: And then your third tattoo.
2: Yeah, my, the very first one that I got was one that Rebecca had given me. She said, because I, I, I was going through the closet and I seen this and I was like, what is this? I was like, "Is this a tattoo gun?" She's like, "Yeah, that's my tattoo gun. I haven't really picked it up in a while, but you know, I'm, I'm not too bad at it. I'd like to get better someday and eventually start doing tattoos." And I'm like, "Oh, you know, that's pretty cool." She's like, "Yeah, you should let me do a tattoo." I'm like, "What?" Yeah, you should let me do a tattoo on you. Again, what? <laughs> I it, it just it couldn't I I couldn't grasp because I I've always imagined you know getting my first tattoo. A big tattoo or professionally done tattoo, and I had my—I I had originally had my mind set on getting a really big back tattoo uh-huh. for my first tattoo. And she was like, uh, "Just, just let me." And, and she kind of coaxed me into doing it. She said she was going to give me a back massage, and she never did.
1: <laughs> of course.
2: And yeah, and you know she did it, and she's like, "Well, what do you want? What do you want me to, to put on you?" I said, "Just." put me a little speaker on there with music notes. She's like, why that? She kind of like gave me a weird face. I'm like, because I like music. I might as well put something I like on me, right? Instead of a blob that's going to fade off. And she actually, surprisingly, didn't do too bad of a job. And I was, I, honestly, I was impressed, because she, she knows how to shade. She doesn't know a whole lot of like, elements to doing it, because she hasn't done it for very long. But right. I was surprised with what she did. I was like, you know what, you did a pretty damn good job. She's like, yeah, just don't pick at it or else the, the so color's going to come out. Yeah. I was like, well, I know that. I mean, you know. But, yeah, that's that's my tattoos. But there is a nigga and all that. I'd like to get more, but like I said, I have no money. So
1: you know, like, when I was 21 years old, you know how many tattoos that I had?
2: Four. Zero?
1: Zero. I had no tattoos when I was 21.
2: When did you end up getting your tattoos?
1: I was... 24 when I got my first tattoo.
2: It was at the Phoenix? Or was that the
1: Dragon? It was the Dragon. Right before Jay was born. In fact, it's... It'll be 13 years this month. (laughs) Um, Because I got it in September... Right after September 11th, we went over to Sean and Sandy's, and he gave me my first tattoo. And, uh, yeah, I have on my my right arm, and this fucking thing's big. Yeah. It, it almost goes, see, because I told Sean, who is my uncle, he, he also is the tattoo artist, I told him, I said, it cannot go past my sleeve. you know, where my sleeve ends is where the tattoo has to end and it can't go past. And that's where he put it. So, almost from... Oops. Almost from... Let's see. Yeah, it's a pretty big tattoo. Because it goes up past my shoulder. Yeah. And then it's almost... Maybe three inches from my elbow. It's, you know, it's a good size.
2: Yeah going at the gym, somebody's going to see I'm like, damn, homeboy's packing french fries. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. And then,
1: um, on my left shoulder, I have uh, a tribal bull because I'm a Taurus. Yeah. And then, beneath that, or underneath that, rather, is uh, a tribal two-headed phoenix. Yeah. That's what I have. I don't have any other tattoos.
2: Yeah, I wanna... She kinda laughed at me when I said I wanted a whole sleeve of Metal Gear Solid. I'm like, I'm not gonna back down from this idea. It's like, if I'm getting the fox in the middle of my forearm, I'm, of course I'm gonna get a whole sleeve of Metal Gear Solid. <coughs> I want to, honestly. I don't think that's ever been done. To be quite honest with you. Oh, all the logos and stuff? Or not, not logos, even just logos, logos, it's just like a whole a whole arm sleeve dedicated to, like, Metal Gear Solid. I don't think that's ever been done. I mean, I could do some research on it, but... A lot of people that are into video games and stuff, they don't want to get tattoos. Yeah, most of them don't. Yeah, most of them are pussies, but... Anyway, I mean, don't... don't shh! Shh! Forget I said <laughs> that. Forget I said that! Anyway, a lot of people just don't have pain tolerance. See? I think that's a big issue, because... Um... Like when I was growing up, I've I've been through you know physical and mental abuse. So like I don't I I have I have pain tolerance to people who are important to me. Or yeah, I have no pain tolerance to people who are important to me. Like Rebecca, she'll punch me. I'm like, ow! Like fuck, that hurt. But if anybody else punches me, I'm like, dude, that didn't fucking hurt. He punched me in my stomach. I don't give a shit.
1: The only talking tattoo wise is. Like like I said earlier, when it when they went up over the shoulder. Yeah. Because both the dragon and the horns both go over my shoulder. Yeah. That shit hurt. You're like, oh the bone hurt more than anything in the world was the two headed phoenix. Because it's an armband. Yeah. It you know, it gets right down here in that sensitive mid spot. Yeah. That's, that hurts.
2: That's, I was going to say, that's where I would probably have a tough time handling it.
1: Well, I want to thank Aaron, because Aaron carried the show tonight. I, I didn't played.
2: even think I was talking for that long. I could probably just bullshit for another hour.
1: Let's see. Yeah, we're done. Wow. <clears throat> so, wow. I Wow, I just, I can't get over this. Hopefully I'll have a voice next week. We episode 90 next week.
2: Oh, yeah. We should be all pretty rested up by next week. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Crossing my fingers. knocking on the wood. So, yeah. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. For
1: this week, I am David K. Montoya.
2: And I am Aaron Illich.
1: And if you're listening to this you're probably wondering why am I seeing red?
0: Now <laughs> you like that. Good night. <laughs> Welcome to Seeing Red. I didn't warn you.